Hi, this is Juliette Cho. And this is Leanne Chan. Welcome back to the K-Watch Party. We are recapping Love After Divorce episodes 7 and 8. We've hit, for me, the time in every Korean show that I watch where I am wondering how many more episodes we've got. There's there's only two days left. There's only two days left, but there's I think at there's least at least five. four. Yeah. yeah, there's a there's a few left, it's and I was many. curious what what else is going to go on. Ooh. They're going to drag this out. But Heart Signal's been doing it, uh, this new style where they're kind of doing it like Housewives, where they're doing the like bringing them back the post show. They're making them watch episode one together, and then they're asking them questions and getting their takes on it. And you can see where they've been so since the end of the show. Mm. And so that actually has been an interesting addition. So I'm really hoping there's going to be two episodes dedicated to that because at this point, I don't know what else they could be filling six episodes with. And to be honest, I'm kind of over it. Me too. I was over these people. I'm doing this for you guys, (laughs) you six people out there. But I was like you guys go home just do anything yes anything interesting so yeah no i think i hit this with dramas too like dramas you know well, here's the thing episodes. leanne within our our friend group is known as the spoiler bee because she reads all the spoilers for every tv show even i she, don't even she doesn't them. even watch the show watch them, and no. she'll be like i already know what happened <laughs> so I, she's she's practicing a lot of discipline right now Correct. by watching the show episode by episode yeah. and even for these records i'm not jumping ahead and that takes a lot I think Korean shows, are, it's easier for me to avoid. I do a lot of New York Magazine reading, and so Vulture has great TV show recaps. And oh, so koreaboo.com doesn't no, have any recaps? There is one that I really Maybe like. Maybe that's the hole we need to fill. We could be <laughs> recap writers. No, they, there is one, and it's half decent, and I, I will go to that if, if desperate. But these shows, I'm always like slog through them. And also, them one and a half X. it makes me wonder the this show. They really truly are looking for love. They're not. It's not as much entertainment value. Whereas, right. you know, for example, The Bachelor or some of the other reality dating shows like um, Love Is Blind. Uh-huh. This is like people who who really. are broken and just want to find true love. And it turns out it's boring. And I think also the producers of these shows don't prod the cast as much as maybe in American dating shows. I feel like in American dating shows, you're just hearing about how the producers basically ply them with alcohol, don't let them eat all day, so then they act more foolish on camera and have hit a point where there's nothing left to do. And I think it doesn't serve the show very well to have found love so early. Right. So we can start with Ricky and Harim because I just over them, yeah. I want them to go home. Yeah. Unji Won, who said at one point, he's like, can we fast forward this part? Because he didn't want to say that they were like, you're Even so bitter. Panel. Yeah, he's so bitter because he doesn't want to see puppy love and he's also over them, just like we are. In that spirit, because we need something to jumpstart our conversation today, I have ceramic shot glasses not the glass ones that really clink because Juliet, god forbid has just regular ass soju glasses she has to have no, these they ceramic, be ceramic what is this what are we trying to be they're like you know chic sake type glasses yeah i needed the clink for editorial purposes and instead i got i got a bunch of ceramic i brought two bottles of soju but the first one is cero have you heard of this it is Basically, the Coke Zero, I think, of soju. And it was 
the only thing anybody was drinking when we were in Korea this summer. Okay, so explain this to me. Does regular soju have sugar in it? I think all alcohol has sugar as, content, just right? As of the, the way, part of the fermentation right? process, but this but not one, added added sugar unless it's flavored. So this is like the skinny margarita type. Yeah, this is a skinny girl margarita of soju. And we were just eating dinner at a Korean barbecue place, and we asked for sero, and then the waiter was like, oh. They just started importing it to America. And he was so excited to pour it for us. So I'm going to pour it for you. Is it 11.30 in the morning? It is is. Thursday. We just have to pick our kids up by 2.45. So we got a few hours. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to pour. Ooh! (laughs) I did not pour it two-handed style yeah, I will be sleeping. and also you know you're my you're my elder I'm supposed you to know, pour I've something been... away but turn away from me while you drink that no you're supposed to turn away <laughs> I I was gonna bring that up because we're gonna talk about the age reveal at oh, some that's point right. but I've never heard you call me Anni. oh good god <laughs> that will never so maybe maybe we do that today life. no way like, all right okay. cheers cheers what do you think Oh, I like that. It's good, right? It has no harsh. No, it doesn't. No it's bite. so clean. Yeah, it's really clean. There's no like, it doesn't that. make you go. <laughs> Although that would be great for the podcast, a little <laughs> ASMR. Yeah, no, it, I, I thought it was quite tasty. We drank a lot of this in Korea and now What's you can the get alcohol? it at your local H-Mart. What's the alcohol content on this? Alcohol content, I think it's lower. My husband's telling me that the trend now is that they're lowering soju alcohol levels because we haven't done the research on the why, but I imagine it's because people, people are getting are, so wasted. <laughs> it's to try to mitigate that or to increase sales. I'm not sure. That, that but. only means you're going to drink more of it. <laughs> so at least if it's zero calories or zero sugar, at least it's healthy for you. I also brought Jinro is back because I've been seeing this everywhere here. Excuse me, it's Jinro Ijebeku. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, I thought we'd kick off this recording with some soju because we need something to keep us awake because yeah, these episodes a, are Well, actually, soju makes me fall asleep, so I may fall asleep, but that's exactly what this show is now doing to me because I'm so over Hyman yeah. Ricky. So episodes seven and eight, we have another group stamp date. One group ends up playing basketball and the other group plays a traditional Korean game. We do have the big age reveal, which... I thought it was very fun. And finally in episode eight, we get one-on-one dates for the two forming couples and then some nice, open, deep conversations on the beach. Mm-hmm. The basketball game was pretty uneventful, I thought. It really did highlight the theme of episode seven, which was Sora's position in the group. If only she could just make one basket. <laughs> They, the editors did a really good job of making her look it really so sad. was so metaphorical for her time on this show try try know, i mean she's out she's try shooting. again bounce out yeah no it was very poetic that she hasn't been able to make a connection on the show i found it really heartbreaking she was sobbing she was sobbing in an interview. and i i realized a few things about her one being that she does not seem fully healed from her past relationship and also just having like found the confidence again in herself. The other thing, she also seemed pretty cool. You know, she like got over, I mean, she talked to Ricky. She yeah. was straight had a very up open about conversation. it. Yeah. Nice. And she's like, what, you know, this was me trying. And then also recognizing that sometimes what you think is your effort really is meaningless to somebody else. So I, I thought like, it built out this person that I think is really beautiful on the inside, has a lot of brokenness that hopefully she can get over through the show and build back her 
confidence. I thought Tom's conversation with her, I mean, this is zooming forward into the end of episode eight where they're mm-hmm. all on the beach together. There have been multiple dates to this point. We've had the age reveal. He sits down with her under a beach umbrella and is basically, I mean, the wisest words a man has yeah. said the entire eight episodes is, just have fun. It's except, okay. Except he doesn't look like he's been having fun, but you know. But maybe you he's, can still spew the wisdom you're yeah. not exercising. He's basically, he has a very good point of view and maybe it's taken him eight episodes to get yeah. to that Zen place as well. He's meditated through it and he's also realizing, look, we're not all going to find love. The chances of that are very yes. rare. And so why not just enjoy the last few days we've yes. been here? Yes, I thought that was so poignant to me. We can, we'll talk about that more later. Yeah. So I thought that was a nice moment between those two. Otherwise, boring. The K board game, though, I thought was just fun because there were so many little quirky moments. But did you watch Jury Duty, that show on yes, Amazon Prime? Yes, I loved Jury And remember Duty. there was a Korean guy on there who was trying to teach everybody you know. <laughs> That's right. My little girls were learning from their grandparents over the holidays. I couldn't follow. Well, typically you play this for New Year's Day. I have played it many years of my life and literally have no idea what the point <laughs> of the game is. I just would throw the sticks up yeah. and then... Move the pieces. Yes. Yeah. That's all I have And to of say course, about that. it was just the super Koreans who picked only Dewey who knew how to play. And then, you know, I, I have expressed my uh, sure undying have. love sure for have. Dewey. Now, even my husband knows at this point, BDE, he is my guy. Yeah, that was cute. He, him teaching everybody. Tom getting paired up with Hijin was cute. That was very cute. <laughs> Whispering sweet, you know, you naughty, nothing's in her ear. I thought it was funny too with Jimmy. I couldn't, they kept saying like, oh, he's jealous. But I'm like, it's those tattooed eyebrows. He just look like, looks like. Yeah, only just one position. Like it's Bert. Like me right after Botox. Me right after Botox is super angry for Yeah, the eyebrows are just up. Yeah, they're, but they're so dark that he looks angry but I, I don't know i think they were playing that up i don't know i thought his eyes looked like he had murder on his mind <laughs> i thought his eyes were quite angry uh and he also was so angry he threw the sticks oh yeah off the table yeah wildly and that what's what that's that's korean temper again yeah in full force that's right uh the talgona yes that was that was fun yeah. remember that was so big for a while and then it well, even before that, oh. they were incorporating that into drinks. Like they were, oh, remember we did that what, coffee. the coffee? Yes. I can't remember we what it's called. Up, yeah, we would whip up the instant we, coffee. Yes, instant coffee with sugar. Sugar and milk. But it would get really like thick and frothy. But it reminded me that Squid Games is coming back. We'll, we'll be talking about that hopefully in a few weeks. That doesn't make me excited. I, no, I did you not nervous. like that show? I, I just, the gore and the aggression makes me nervous. Another thing I noticed in the board game date was that Jimmy's actually very nice. We know he's a gentleman. He's super nice to everybody around him, particularly the women, in a way that I think I wouldn't mind in a guy that I was seeing because to me that shows you're a kind person. Later on in one of these episodes, Heejin brings it up. She's like, you're too nice to everybody else. You're too nice to all these other women She's almost jealous or she also might think that's disrespectful to her, the person that he's interested in. Yeah. And we've talked about mixed signals before. I think he's just being nice. And I don't know if it's something you should slap him on the hand for. Yeah, I I struggle with this a little bit because my husband is a very nice person. He really is. To the point that I think some women would mistake it as, oh, I do not. he's... (laughs) Okay, the thing about well, your husband... Well, obviously not now when he's, you know, in his true. middle in his age. Youth. But when he was younger, yeah. I could see that that could 
Your husband, okay, let me tell you about your husband's reputation. I went to college with him. So I was there for yeah. the, the prime age of girls thirsting after your husband. He was very nice. He still is very nice, but he was so nice to all the girls and he's quite handsome. And so these girls, he was like the guy that all the girls thought was cute. But I will tell you, I would never, I never would have had a crush on him because he's nice, but, but he doesn't come off flirty oh right you know and I think not. that's a difference he comes off kind but he doesn't come off like I'm doing this wink wink yes. and yeah. so I think there is a fine line and I, I wonder on the recipient end of Jimmy if you can tell the yeah, fine line which, or not and that was what I was thinking I was like he did not seem flirty to Jisoo at all but she took it that way but she right? did and she took his did, kindness as right mm-hmm. but you know also I think women have not experienced men who are that kind. Right. And that is... It's unexpected. They, they, they just fall into that mm-hmm. because they are like, somebody's being very nice to me. Yeah. And somebody like Hijin came from a relationship where her ex-husband didn't stand up for her with mm. the ex-mother-in-law, you know. So there's this like desire to be... Number one. Yeah. And focus. But I think what you're saying is right. When you have a very kind man, that's his character. And so he will be kind to you. I would rather be with somebody who could be mistakenly flirting with others because of his kindness than somebody who is not kind to others. Right. After the group dates, we then move on to a Korean dinner party where Dewey makes tenjangjigae. Mm-hmm. And that was really impressive. And it's really interesting to see how others make these standards. Yeah, and then he he was like, oh, I don't add green onions to my jinjang jjigae. And then Jisoo says, I do. And so she he adds it in. That was cute. Do you add green onions here? At the end as a garnish? Right. Sometimes we don't, I don't really make jinjang jjigae because... Your house stinks kid, after? Yeah, it smells so bad. But also, my kids don't really like it. Oh, I knew um, my daughter, if my husband's making and she'll be like, she goes, it smells so good in here. And you just know she's Korean yeah. in, her, in her soul. I prefer kimchi jjigae. That would be perfect with the soju right now. I know. And by the way, listeners, I have not had one more sip of my soju. It was meant to be a tasting situation. Somehow I keep reaching for it. She keeps going stop. for it. The only other thing from that cooking part of that dinner party was Jimmy was wearing an apron and I just could That not, kept falling off his shoulders? I, there's it? nothing less sexy to me than a less. man in that kind of apron i need like an apron that ha- you know a grilling apron oh the like one a, where it's um a, a bear naked body with, with the abs all yeah. painted on or like grill master okay i don't need now this i know what to get your husband for, for his birthday yeah i want him nude underneath with just <laughs> with the one with the printed uh naked body underneath now jimmy that was a real turnoff for me that was a pretty uneventful part of the episode. And then we moved into the biggest reveal I think we've had so far. This yeah, is the one I everyone's been waiting was for. A lot of gasping from me because uh-huh. I did not expect some of them to be so old and some of them to be so young. I think Tom was being so obnoxious. Because he is so He's like, so insecure. He's like, well, oh, do you got, I don't want to tell you. I don't want to tell so, you. See, so he, he knew he's coming across as a 50-year-old man. Yes. So he's not quite 50. It's revealed that they guess that he's 46, but he's only 44. Okay, and then the fact that he was so mad that she guessed 46. It's like, dude, it's only two years off. Yeah, and then You're Jerome so is revealed to be 46. Yeah. And Tom goes, oh, when I get older like you, the uh, I'm going to act like you. Time. 
times he had to rub it in his face yeah. like when i when i'm your age i really hope to to be like you in two years yeah count count 600 days you'll be there <laughs> count slow Count quickly and you'll be right there. So yeah, Tom was being obnoxious. Jerome's age, I think that was the biggest shocker to everybody. I think we suspected he could have been in his 40s. Right, because he, his era, the, the time when he was a pop star, that was over 20-some years ago. Right. He, does, he looks great. He does look great. He does great. not look 46, I have to say. He does look great. Um, and then Tom's like, oh, Korean skincare is so good. Jerome doesn't seem like the type that would no, be He's not doing face masks. Skincare at all, but no. he has aged well. Yeah, I think on the other men's side, I also was surprised. I, the men are all, Jimmy's 38, Ricky's 39, Dewey's 39. So they're all on the more mature end mm-hmm. of 30. I was surprised. I thought Ricky looked younger to me. Dewey, I thought, yeah. also looked younger. Yeah. Do you think there is something to having older men on the show for these women? I wonder if it was intentional. Right. Because there is, I think especially in Korean culture, there is a desire for the woman to be younger mm-hmm. and the man to be older. That's you know I mean, very typical. It seems typical. like a big deal when you do have with celebrities when the woman is older, older. than the man, right. or in movies when the woman is older than the man. It does seem to be something that's taken right. to note. Right. I mean, there's there's like terminology for mm-hmm. dating an older woman. So we think that potentially they brought on men that were older, older. than most of these women. Actually, all of these All women. of them are younger. Yeah. Benita, I think, was the oldest at 37. Yes. Right? And Heejin... No, Heejin, I think, is 38. Did I get that right? Oh, I had 36. Okay. So Benita is the oldest at 37. Heejin is 36. Sora is 33. Jisoo is 32. And then Harim, of course, because she, see, her and Tom are very similar. They're like so self-involved. And she's like, oh, I'm the oldest. Everybody call me Nuna. Yeah. Girl, you're 35 years old. And you act the youngest. What in the world would make you think you're older than these women? They are 10 times more mature than you. You act like a teenager. There is no way you're the oldest. And I think, you know, one thing we should couch here, if you didn't know, but um, in Korean culture, If you are older than another person, Mm -hmm. by even a day, there's an expectation you call them in in a respectful manner. Honorifics. Honorifics. Yeah, that's right. So like you should be calling me on me. Never. And uh, we, if you have, if you're a woman and you're with an older man, then you call them oppa. So that's like a very common term. And it's really funny because I've been trying to teach my kids, my younger daughter to call her brother oppa, just because it's like a way to integrate some of the culture, even though I grew up and my brother has never uttered those words to me. Like, and my, my, my husband <laughs> so he called too. you Juliet? Yeah, he would call me Juliet. Because my husband's younger sister has never called him by his name. It is a thing. And if right, she it did, is. he would blow up at her. Yeah, it's so that's wild. the kind of Korean. I've, yeah, but we're, we, my my family was not like that, and so I. It's funny that I'm trying to incorporate it into mm-hmm. my kids, but I I want them to have a little bit of that. Yeah. Um, and then whenever people hear her saying "oppa," like her teachers, some of them watch K dramas, are like "oppa," <laughs> they get very excited. <laughs> so when you're dating someone, if you're friends, there's an expectation that you do that. Well, I've seen it in the other dating show where if there's two men and they reveal the age and the the young likes one of the girls the younger man 
has stepped back in respect for that elder. That's and wild. it's so crazy to me because it's such a truly Korean thing. Like yeah. Chinese people don't have this. There's definitely like filial piety and respect yes. your parents and your elders. But there isn't this peer elder hierarchy thing. Right. Even when I go to Korea and I'm hanging out with cousins or people that I don't, you know, that are our age, the pouring the drinks is so nerve wracking because I just never know. What am I supposed to, when I'm, receiving a drink how do I hold it when I'm pouring a drink to so the first thing you do when you meet them you're like when's your birthday <laughs> so I never know and yeah I just chug out of the bottle <laughs> so I like don't need to pour no need to let's let's skip this whole rigmarole I don't understand it I'm just gonna drink from the bottle yeah and no, they're probably looking at you like oh this woman has no manners it's such a cultural nuance that I still so it's hard to understand but wouldn't get. you say on the show the dynamic shifted as soon as all the ages were revealed so i can't tell because the honorifics the the language uh, i think changes but i can't tell, can't tell. what's more right. formal or not yeah. and so i think you guys can tell but i i don't think the rest of us can tell that there's been a shift so the except funny, that tom is trying to make it uncomfortable with yeah, jerome to he make it feel so good that yes. he's 44 years old yes um but there was a moment too when Chizu looked at Dewey and was like, "Oh, I'm very sorry, sir." And that that was how they translated it. But she talked in such a formal way, like oh, the really? way that you would talk to, you know, yeah. an elder. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting that they waited to reveal age. It clearly changes things on these shows. Like, well, I just just remembered. Actually, we are both married to younger men <laughs> by a few months, but. Still. You guys always mention that and I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> Did the age reveal change the way that you saw any of these people? Chizu. Because she's so yes. young? Yeah. You, I see her on the phone with her friend. After she has this breakdown, right. she's kind of calmed down. The next day she calls a friend and she says in English, it was like the worst night ever. You know, and that's just yeah. such a... That's an, something you say in your early yeah. 30s where right. everything feels so dramatic. Exactly. And the, even the words, it was the worst night ever is such a... Hyperbole, yeah. The, to say. That I think she, I, I could understand now why she reacts the way she does, mm-hmm. and why she's so heartbroken by Jimmy mm-hmm. because she's quite young. Yeah. But on the flip side, Sora being that young yeah. to me was was a little surprising because she does, she's very mature. I think she holds herself very confidently. It didn't change the way I looked at her, but I thought she was going to be later in her thirties. The other thing that came up in the age reveal was Jerome's reveal of his past. He called it his I think, quote unquote I feel like past. he was dying to tell everyone that. He looks so nervous and it definitely feels like it's something he's been worried about. Yeah. And he calls himself a celebrity, which I mean. <laughs> yeah, let's see. D-list celebrity. And I love this cast that later, because Benito was, is so worried about his, public him being a, being a public figure, him being married to a, formerly married to a public figure. And the cast is like, nobody even recognizes him anymore. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, I maybe mean, Korea boom, Google, I mean. Yeah, maybe you can Google him, but you could do that to everyone. But I did think there was such an interesting story about his life and how he's gotten to this point. And there was a lot of kind of coded, a lot of things that were sort of unspoken about how he's been treated in in former relationships because of this past. Mm -hmm. So maybe that is why he carries that with him. I highly doubt that's the case. (laughs) Who is dating Jerome well, maybe it's because fame. he tells them that he was a celebrity and then they go to his apartment and they're like, what the wow, f- are you wow. talking about? We both agree her concerns are probably unfounded. There's not paparazzi waiting in front of his apartment in Anaheim. She 
says it later on the beach. She doesn't want to be part of articles where okay, he's being but named. you joined yeah. a reality yeah. dating show on one of the most popular yeah. streaming platforms, and you've put your face and your entire self out there. People are gonna have articles about you regardless. So I almost was thinking, is she just trying like to grasping at this. straws yeah. to get out of this? Because I think. Her heart is attracted to him, mm-hmm. but her mind is telling her this is not a relationship I really want to be in, but she doesn't know how to get out of it. Yeah. So they really talked it through. I think he did a good job talking about it with her on the beach. It was the best conversation I've seen them have, and it was really nice to see. There's one scene after the reveal. She's outside. It's nighttime. She's wearing these Crocs, which reminded oh, yes. me of you because you also love your white Crocs. And I was really. I was like, Leanne actually gifted me. Yeah, I was zooming in to see what gibbets what she kind of had. Gibbets she had. I I was very excited by the Crocs too. That's how boring this episode was. I was like, okay, let me see. Let's what gibbets can we guess that she's got? I think she must have really classy gibbets. She like, doesn't have like the soju bottle that you got from no, me. No, she doesn't have that. She might have the Korea flag I got you. She might have, I'd say, like avocado toast. You know, a supreme. There's definitely a supreme. Definitely on there. a supreme. <laughs> I got one that my sister-in-law had and I loved. It says anti-croc croc club. Because you know the anti... There's anti-crockers. There's anti-crockers. I am one of them. After the age reveal, they moved on to swimming. Yeah, and this was a scene where you had mentioned a few episodes ago because I think there was a preview. Tom and his goggles. Right, Tom Tom's just goggles. done. He's like, I am here to have a good time. Yeah, I'm. I don't care what I look like. Yeah. I know I'm. The, I'm not the oldest person here. I'm gonna put my goggles on. Just give it up. Go dive for some uh, pool toys. Yes, and Hadim came in with her arm gold armband again. Please, I hope that fell into the ocean. <laughs> it probably it rusted because I'm sure that's fake. <laughs> but Clary took it down. Yeah, I mean she danced pretty horribly. You know, I can't, I'm just of, grasping at yeah, things to say about know, her at this point, and they're all negative. Well, I do have re- something really funny when her and Ricky, I think, were canoodling, or maybe they, oh, they were outside on in one of the patio chairs, and Ricky's like, "We have so much chemistry." Okay, you've known each other for less than five days because really, you guys were barely talking, and then the panel made fun of her because they were like, "You guys were literally in that exact same spot when Hadim says, "I'm gonna go, yeah, gotta go, you're lame, gotta go." She is, they're, they're so annoying. I just I want know. them, really, just go home. She, There's no prize at the end of this, so just leave. I mean, he, she is his prize. They do get to go on a date later. So the next event after pool and age reveal is this anonymous stamp date. In previous stamp dates, you'd stamp in front of everybody what your choices right. are. This one, you do it anonymously, and you get to pick the person that you want to go on a date with. And it turns out... It's such a mess that there's two couples that wait, come can out I, Wait, I know this is a spoiler show, but if you have not, if you have not watched this, I think you need to go back to episode eight around minute 20 when they're getting into the cars. Uh-huh. I thought it was so fun. It was really fun. It was Because it was a, so unexpected. Yeah. And it was a real mystery. There hasn't been that much mystery. Yeah. But this one was very, this one was very fun because it was like a game of who got put in which car based on who they picked on the anonymous stamp date or who picked them. Right. So if you picked one person and another person picked you, then the three of you would have to go on a date. Yes. Right. So they like ended up putting together all the people. All six people that were remaining out of the the two couples that are pretty much set. Yeah. Those two are done. We don't care about them. Heejin and Jimmy 
whatever. Yeah. Go away. So Ricky the rest of them are all kind of tangled up with each other. The big mis- the biggest mystery was Jisoo. And would she stamp Jimmy, who is clearly going to stamp Heejin? And would she be the awkward third wheel on that date? That that right. was a big question mark. And Dewey had talked to her in advance yes. to say, do if you want, you want yeah. I can I can go with you so you don't feel awkward, which just made me love Dewey Very even more. Sweet. And she didn't give him a straight answer. So that was also She's another so question mark of is Dewey going to ultimately just pick Jisoo to help her out, either not be the third wheel or because he really wants to be with her or because she's kind of rejected him, is he going to try something right. else? So that those were the two big question marks on that end. I think the other big question mark was who did Benita pick? Because she was waffling between Tom and Jerome. And so when we watch the cars get filled up, the first person who sits in the car in that group is Jerome. So we know he's picked Benita. So we right. know Benita's coming to this car. So she comes to this car. But is she there because she wants to be? That was right. so fun. And then, of course, who comes clamoring in? Well, after that was Jisoo. Jisoo. Which was a real shock. Right. So we're then like, who did, did she pick Jerome just to be with a fun guy? Right. And then after Jisoo comes in, so the two in the front seat are like, what are you doing here? And then Jisoo gets in. And then who comes in after Jisoo? Tom. Tom. And he's so disappointed. He's so annoyed. He's so annoyed. And then he says, Kurochimo, which just means like, of course it is. You know, so resigned to himself. He still thinks at this point, all the way up into the beach, that Benita picked him, which we don't actually we know. Don't know. Um, so then Tom gets in the car. He's super bummed. Jerome is bummed. Yeah, because he was hoping Benita is to dying. Be alone. Except we we were watching my husband and I. And we're like, oh, they're all coming in here because they said we got the big car. Like so <laughs> yeah. excited. Yeah, yeah. They got the Escalade yeah. for a reason. They and got that third row. So then the that's four people in the car already. So the fifth person coming in is. Dewey. So we're like, okay, good on Dewey. And then a sixth person comes in who is Sora, one of the last people to be revealed where she goes. The other two cars were the other two couples, Ricky and Harim, whatever. And then Jimmy and Hijin. And this is actually the first time we think that they've been spending time together right. because of his deep interest in her, but they actually but they haven't. haven't been one-on-one. Yeah. They haven't done a whole lot of chats together. Mm-hmm. So... This is interesting because we're not even really sure if Heejin is into him. Right. And they got to go on the most awkward date, I thought. It was the photo shoot. Oh, yeah, the photo shoot. <laughs> He's like It's like carrier. basically an engagement photo shoot. So he, in the car on the drive back, puts his hand out. And yeah. she rejects him. Well, she he said, can I? And then she goes, she puts her hands to her chest. And she says, oh, right now? <laughs> she acts like he went for the boob. Yeah. Just wants to hold I mean, let's hand. be honest. If this was an American TV show, yeah, oh the hand-holding would have been, been episode one. Yeah, it would have been the boob. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I feel like either she's really conservative yeah. or she... It is she, a little early. It is a little. Like, it's they like, haven't had a real yeah. one-on-one. I mean, he's obviously very interested in her, mm-hmm. but she hasn't even... She said thank you to him when he expressed his interest. So right. there's not a clear indicator that right there's there. a reason why he has had eight girlfriends mm-hmm. since his divorce. That was basically all that happened in the anonymous stamp dates. Yeah, and then, so we didn't talk about the paintball. So, yeah. I mean, paintball, it was fine. But I was laughing at the post-paintball when they were drinking the drink yes. again, the product placement. <laughs> and then Dewey's like, oh, my joints were cracking. And then everyone's like, dude, you're only 39 years old. What are you talking about? He's uh, trying to get that promotion money. Yeah, CF. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> He's trying to get that joint pain medication CF. 
And usually at this time of the podcast, we do our Mary F. Kill segment. But honestly, I'm so over these people. <laughs> I don't want to marry F. Kill any of them. If they all just sailed away, I'd be happy. Yes. Please all. Yeah. Go home. Okay. We can do predictions. I think it's also becoming more clear. There's definitely two couples that are... In the running. The most likely, right? So we know yeah. Ricky Haram are going. We think Hejin and Jimmy, if anybody, is second place is potentially going to go together. I think the biggest question mark remaining really is Benita. Who is she going to pick? And she seems 50-50 every episode. I think she's still going to go with Jerome. You think so? Mm-hmm. I think she's uh, going to reject him at the Really? End. Do you think yeah. she's going to go with Tom? No. I think she's just going to leave. So two couples... Out of 10 people, it's not a bad hit rate. It's a pretty good hit rate for a show like this. So we'll see if we get three couples. That would be really fun. Yeah. I hope the rest of the episodes are going to be interesting. Get a little bit more exciting. You know, we're going to have to pivot soon if I completely lose interest and just start. We're just going to abandon this podcast and do, we'll we'll recap something else. Yeah. I think Singles Inferno is coming up. So that'll be really fun. I'm so excited for that. I thought 19 and 20. There doesn't. There is there enough, enough content in there to recap? It is really cute, but I don't think there is enough drama. So, thanks for sticking with us. We will be back next week with Love After Divorce episodes nine and ten. Hope you join us. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. If you like this podcast. If you're one of the six friends we expect to have listened, please subscribe, rate, and review us.